Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sirah, and much more. Rahim, <laughs> قل عطيوا الله وعطيوا الرسول فإن تولوا فإنما عليه ما حمل وعليكم ما حملتم وأن تطيعوه تحتده وما على رسوله إلا البلاغ المبين صدق الله العظيم Today uh, as we are aware of we are going through the month of Rabi'ul Awwal this is the very same month Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam came to this world. And this is the very same month Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam passed away from this world. And this is the very same month Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam migrated from Mecca to Medina. He entered into Medina in the same month. This month of Rabi'u Awwal has great importance from that perspective. And uh, uh, many a times uh, discussions break out regarding the issue of uh, celebrating the birthday of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or passing away of Rasulullah sallallahu the anniversary, and so on and so forth. Uh, and this is not my uh, point of discussion today, of the legality of that. Uh, there are some basic points we can see that, that this was not done in the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, neither was done in the time of uh, the Sahaba, Sahaba So, uh, leaving at that point, I rather like to discuss the issue of remembering Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam from the perspective of what was the purpose of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sending into this world and what is on us when we look at the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam this ayah that I just recited is from Surah Al-Nur ayah number 54 and Allah Azza wa Jal is saying قُلْ أَعْتِعُوا اللَّهَ وَأَعْتِعُوا الرَّسُولِ say Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Obey Allah and His mess- and the Messenger. And if they turn their backs, indeed, but if uh, if, if you turn away, Muhammad is only responsible for the duty placed on him, and for you for the the place on you. Meaning, if Rasulullah is turning his back to what Allah has has commanded, it's on him. And if any other one, anybody else, turn his back to what Allah has commanded, it's on them. They are responsible. Every one of us are responsible for our own actions. And that includes no matter what issue we're talking about, whether it's the ibadah, whether we're talking about how we pray in front of Allah Azza wa Jal, we are accountable in front of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. How we behave with our children, our parents, this is on us. We are accountable for that. 
how we run our life affairs at large, besides worshiping Allah Azza wa Jal, we are accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How we treat ourselves, whether we dress, whether we talk the way we talk, the akhlaq we have, what we eat, we are accountable in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we should remember that. That accountability is on each and every one of us. And the ayah continues on, وَإِن تُطِعُوا تَحْتَدُوا And whosoever follows you, he is guided. وَمَا عَلَى الرَّسُولِ إِلَّا بَلَاغُ الْمُبِينَ And on Rasulullah wasallam is just to take this message and convey clearly to them. That's the purpose of, that's what Rasulullah was sent for. So he can convey the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the mankind. And the ayah continues on. And that gives a broader picture of the mission of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As we are in the month of Rabiul Awal, let's remember Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for what he was sent for. Why do we have to remember Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for the actions that he did not perform and the Sahaba did not perform? Let's talk about what he did and why he was sent to this world. The ayah goes on, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu. يا أيها وعد الله الذين آمنوا منكم وعملوا الصالحات ليستخلفنهم في الأرض كما استخلف الذين من قبلهم ولا يمكن يمكنن لهم دينهم الذي ارتدى لهم ولا يبدلنهم من بعد خوفهم أمنا يعبدونني لا يشركون بشيئا ومن كفر بعد ذلك فأولئك هم الفاسقون صدق الله الذين This is the continuation of the ayat that I just recited in Surah An-Nur. Allah Azzawajal says, and Allah has promised those who, who believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and do the righteous deeds that He will certainly grant them succession on the earth as He granted to those before them and that He will grant them the authority to practice their deen that which He has chosen for them. And will surely give them in exchange a safe security after their fear. They worship me, the, the believers, and do not associate anything in worship with me. But whoever disbelieved after this, they are fasiqun. Surah Nur ayah number 55. And in the tafsir of this ayah, Ibn Kathir, rahimahullah, he mentions that this ayah was fulfilled in the time of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. As we were discussing, finished, we just finished the Sira session in this masjid after about a year. And inshallah we'll continue on with the Hayatul Sahaba after that. But in that tafsir, Ibn Kathir mentioned that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he passed away, he had the authority over the whole Arabian Peninsula, the Jaziratul Arab. And not only that, he was already in touch with Persian empires and Roman empires through different means, which is to expand the deen of Allah Azza wa Jal. And uh, he mentions an interesting hadith, which is narrated by Adi bin Hatim, radiallahu anhu. He says, while I was in the city of Rasulullah a man came and complained to him, to Rasulullah of destitution and poverty. 
Then another man came and complained of robbery by a highwayman. Rasulullah said, Adi, have you been to Al-Hira? I said, I haven't been to, but I, I was informed about it. He said, Rasulullah said, if you should live for a long time, you will certainly see that a lady in Hauda, Hauda is a Haudaj that uh, women used to travel on the, uh, on the back of the camel, they make like a small uh, thing that you sit in. And how that travel from Al-Hira will, uh, safety re will safety, uh, safely reach Mecca and perform the tawaf of the Kaaba, fearing none but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Talking about the ayah that says that will change your situation from khawf to amn, from, from fear to security. And the hadith goes on, Adi said, I said to myself, what will happen to the robbers of the tribe of Taib? Because he was from Taib, the, the tribe of Taib. And they were robbers, famous for highway robbery. Because they were in the middle of it. Who have spread evil throughout the country. Rasulullah further said, if you should live long, the treasures of the Kisra will be open and taken as the Ghanima. I asked, you mean Kisra bin uh, Hormuz? Because he was surprised, talking about the Kisra, the king of the Persian Empire. So he wants to make sure, you're talking about that Kisra, the Kisra bin Hormuz, the one who's ruling the world. Their, their, their wealth, their treasures will be open for us, meaning we will rule over them. He said, Rasulullah said, Kisra bin Hormuz, yes. And if you should live long, you will see that one will carry a handful of gold or silver and go out looking for a person to accept it from him. But will find none to accept it from him. And any of you when meeting Allah will meet him without needing any interpreter between him and, and Allah to interpret for him. And Allah will say to him, didn't I send a messenger to teach you? He will say yes. Allah will say, didn't I give you wealth and do you favors? He will say yes. Then he will look to his right and will see nothing but hell. And look to his left and will see nothing but hell. Adi further said, I heard Rasulullah saying, save yourself from the hellfire, even with half a date, to be given in charity. And if you do not find a half a date, then with a good, pleasant words. Adi added more. I saw a lady in Hauda traveling from Al-Hira till she performed the tawaf of the Kaaba. Fearing none but Allah. So in his lifetime, he saw the fulfillment of this prophecy of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And I was one of those who opened, conquered the treasures of Kisra. He was part of the army that opened the, the land of the Kisra. Meaning, the second part of the prophecy was also fulfilled within the lifespan of Adi bin Hatim. And that's what we should remember when we are talking about the seerah of Rasulullah when we are talking about remembering Rasulullah's birthday or passing away from this dunya or when he migrated, all of these actions happened in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal. So let's remember that. Why do we have to innovate new things to remember him? Remember what he did in this world when he came. Why he was sent for the, in, the, in this world. And and the hadith, uh, the, the tafsir goes on about, يَعْبَدُونِ لَنِي لَا يُشْرِكُونَ مِنْ شَيْءَ بِشَيْءَ 
If they worship me and do not associate anything with me, that's the criterion of taking the people out of the state of hope into amna, out of the fear into the security. And that says when Rasulullah actually it's reported by Imam Ahmad and Mu'ad bin Jabal says he was traveling with Rasulullah on the donkey together and there was nothing between him and Rasulullah except the saddle. And Rasulullah said, Ya Mu'ad bin Jabal. He called Mu'ad. And Rasulullah's response was, I am here at your service of Muhammad. And Rasulullah repeated three times. Ya Mu'ad bin Jabal, Ya Mu'ad bin Jabal. And every time Mu'ad was responding. And then he said, Hal tadri ma haqqullahu ala al-ibad? Do you know what is the haqq? What is the right of a man over Allah Azza wa Jal? And uh, the response of Mu'ad bin Jabal was, Allah and his messenger knows the best. And Rasulullah said that the right that Allah has over his servant are that they should worship him and not associate anything with him. And we talked about this in previous weeks. Making partners with Allah Azza wa does not necessarily only mean to put a statue in front of you and bow down to it. If we are making partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in any of the asma wa sifat of Allah Azza wa Jal, we are doing the shirk. Like when Allah Azza wa Jal says, Al-Hukmu illa lillah, Hukum belongs to only Allah, legislation belongs to only Allah, then when we are doing the same job, we are making partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we think of Ar-Razzaq is my boss, the one who provides the risk is my boss or my business, or this guy, or that guy, or this country, or that country, we are making partners with Allah Azza wa Jal. Because we know Ar-Razzaq is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The provider is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes, we have to put our efforts. That's an obligation on us. Because we are accountable for that. So this is how we look at that. This is what Allah, Rasulullah is telling us. That this is the haqq al-ibad. This is the haqq uh, uh, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the ibad. On the, on the slave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That he worships Allah alone. Then he said again, Ya Mu'ad bin Jabal. And again he said, Oh Mu'ad. And response was, was I am at your service of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then Rasulullah said, فَعَلُوا ذَلِكَ do you know the right that people have over Allah if they do that? Meaning, if they worship Allah alone in every sense, then do you know what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will do to those people because they follow Allah ordered them? And he answered was again, Allah and His Messenger knows the best. So Rasulullah said, the right that people have over Allah is that He will not punish them. This is the security in this dunya and in the akhirah that we can get from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we follow Allah and His Messenger in an absolute term, and Allah will give us authority in this dunya and in the, uh, in the akhirah, inshallah, we will be the one who will be successful one, and we will be the one who Allah will not punish. And to do that, we know, Allah Azza wa Jalla said, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمُ الْآخِرَةِ Surely there was a good, there's a good example for you in the life of Rasulullah For all those who look forward to Allah in the last day and remember Allah much. And whenever, this is a, one of the qareena in the usul al-fiqh. Whenever 
the ayah is ended like this. لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرَةِ Then that means that command that has come prior to that has an obligation. So following Allah, following Rasulullah wasallam's example is a, is, a, is a must for us to follow. So, inshallah I'll try to keep the talk within the time frame we have. So when we are remembering Rasulullah wasallam, yes we remember him as a father. Yes, we remember him as a husband. Yes, we remember him as a judge. We remember him as a head of the state. We remember him as Amirul Jihad. We remember him, the one who takes care of his neighbors, the one who forgives the others. At the same time, he does not break the commands of Allah Subhanahu He will always, he always followed the commands of Allah Azza wa And when we remember him, we should remember his mission what he was sent with. And that mission was repeated three times in the Quran. And let's not forget that many of us, we get swayed away from this uh, main goal. And we start thinking of only personal life of ours. How can I be a good Muslim of my own? Let's not talk about anybody else. I just want to talk about myself. That's it. We have to be focused, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, This statement of Allah Azza wa Jal is repeated three times in Surah Tawbah, Surah Muhammad, Surah Tussaf. Which means, he, it is who has sent Rasulullah with the guidance and the deen of truth to make this deen victorious over all other adiyan. This deen means this way of life from Allah Azza wa Jal. And when we talk about this mission, we should remember some of the things Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam mentioned from the beginning of his da'wah. From the beginning of his da'wah. There's an incident that is mentioned by Imam Tabri. And in the beginning of the seerah when Rasulullah was appointed as the Prophet, he continues on and he talks about different people who entered into folds of Islam. And uh, Afif radiallahu anhu who became a Muslim way after uh, 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 Rasulullah became Prophet. And he came to Mecca in the beginning of the da'wah. And he was visiting Abbas bin Abdul Muttalib radiallahu anhu. And he was not a Muslim either at that time. He was visiting him when the day came out and he was looking at the Kaaba. He saw a man came, he looked at the sky and he, he, uh, uh, he started doing some actions, which was including the ruku and the sajda, sujood. He was start praying some way. Then a child came, he stood next to him on the right side. A woman came, she stood behind both of them. And he asked, what are they doing? Who are these people? It looks like a very important matter. He realized whatever they're doing, it seems something very important what they're doing. What are they doing? And he said, mentioned to them about Rasulullah Sallallahu this is my nephew. Other one, Ali is my nephew. And Khadija was the wife of the nephew Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And he said, he says he's a messenger of Allah. And the time will come when the treasures of the Romans and the Persians will be opened for him. Which shows that from the beginning, Rasulullah was clear about his mission. 
that this is what he was sent for. So the deen will become victorious over all other ways of life. When you're talking about two of these uh, powers of that time, they were the superpowers of that time. And so Allah is talking about that they will, uh, Islam will become victorious over them. So now, at the end, I just want to remind us of what, what, why am I reminding all this? As I said, when we are in the month of Rabi'ul Awwal, we want to really talk about something. Let's remember what Rasulullah did. Why we here are Muslims sitting here in the United States after he passed away 1400 years ago or so. And Islam has spread all across the world. What happened? How, how did this happen? And when we go look deeper, we see that they are the one who carried the Islam. And because of that, we were able to enter the fold of Islam. So what should we do? So we should remember him like this. Not thinking of that way. That the moment we talk about that other systems other than Islam are not valid in front of Allah Azza wa Jal. And we should not be following the systems created by men, whether in the United States, whether in, in Europe, whether in Pakistan, whether in Egypt, doesn't matter. Wherever they're applying systems other than the system of Allah Azza wa Jal, they are invalid, they are batal, they are kufr, they're not allowed to be followed by us. Instead of saying the moment somebody tried to correct them, that oh, if you don't believe in that, leave the country. Then what would have been said to Rasulullah when he was sent to carry the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? When people were ruling by all other isms but Islam. So he should have not worked to fix what was going on wrong. He should have not correct the people. He should have not done any munkar to stop the munkar and call the people towards worshipping Allah alone. So we don't make partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Allah gives us the security. Allah gives, takes, takes us out of the fear. That's what Rasulullah was sent for. And we should not be the one just talking to each other like this. If you don't, you don't like it, leave. This is actually a very naive way of looking at the things. To take us away from our obliga obligations. Instead of thinking of this, that we are the ambassador of Islam. We are the one who should be guiding the mankind towards worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We should be the one thinking of the people who do not worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They will end up in the hellfire. So we should be the thinking of, how can I save them and myself? This is very naive. We spend years and years learning about this dunya so we can make some risk out of this, this world. Which Allah has already promised to us. When it comes to Islam, we right away depend on the others to tell me what Islam is. As long as you tell me that works with my life, I will take it from you. Otherwise, you are not a valid scholar. Is this how we're supposed to look at the deen of Allah Azza wa Is this how we're supposed to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Is this how we are supposed to be successful in front of Allah Azza wa We really have to go back and think and reevaluate ourselves. How we are supposed to worship Allah Azza wa Jal. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make us the one who are successful in this dunya and akhirah. As we all the time, daily basis, we make this dua. Ihdinas surat al-mustaqeem. Guide us to the surat al-mustaqeem. 
Surat al-Ladheena alhamta alayhim ghayr al-Mahdoob alayhim wal abdaalleen And not the one upon whom you were angry. Not the one who went astray. Who are those people? We know from the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu that Allah is referring to the Yahud wa Nasara here. How can we think of it that they are the one? They are the one who will guide us or who will take the affairs of the Ummah and solve the problems of the Ummah. While Allah has appointed us to take care of these affairs. And inshallah, next time we think of the life of Rasulullah, we will remember him in this manner that how to guide the mankind. Well, this is why Rasulullah was sent to this world. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.